Good morning, everyone out there. This is United Fathers, Jacoby Kirvin speaking in this, and I have my other host. Joe Winnis Jr., you know it. fucking right. Let's get it. <laughs> Dropping bars today. How y'all doing today? How are you doing, to, uh, Joe? Uh, I'm doing real well. I'm doing real well. I am, um, you know, blessed to be alive. You know, what a time to be alive. We're in the first, we're in the first week of December, and um, Christmas is this month. I don't know how many people Woo! are actually celebrating, you know, Christmas. Nice. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't celebrate Christmas, do you? Um, for fall, no, I really, I do, but I don't, I mean, I do, I get my son's gifts, but my yeah. heart and my spiritual energy, not spirit, my spiritual energy, but my holiday energy, there we go, holiday yeah. energy is, it's, it's been gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 So let me I ask really you this. I don't care for it. Yeah, fact, fact, I feel that, I feel that. Now, let me ask you this though, would you say that it's because, um, Cause I know you, I know you, I know you know there's a God, but is it because you don't believe in Christ per se? Right. Oh no, 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 man. Um, I have to do more research on it yeah. so I can get more. Um, first of all, I have to do more research on everything in general. And I really, I really push this on anybody to do their own research as well. Facts. Um, I'm not a Christian, but that's not the reason why I don't celebrate uh, Christmas. And first of all, I do believe in God. I just don't believe yeah. in the, um, the Bible right now and everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get back into it later on. But right now, I'm just in a life journey and I believe in God. God. I feel um, that. I feel that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, and I, I just don't care about the pagan holiday or the bullshit holiday. I feel like it's just not for me. It's uh, simple you know, as that. Well, let me, let me ask you this then. Um, why is it important to you that you still buy your son's gifts and whatnot um, during, you know, Christmas and, and whatnot? I mean, because it is a special occasion. You do get stuff on sale. Um, it is a different kind of, you can, I make the holiday what I want to make it pretty much. Yeah. I celebrate it the way I want to. And so I don't believe in um, that Jesus was born on Christmas. Yeah. It's not technically that. <laughs> and then I don't really care about Santa Claus. Um, it is one of those things where I do, value their lives and their experiences in life and so I do want to celebrate it with them in a different kind of fashion just a family wise and I for one I'm a father and yeah. I never had a father in my life so I'm doing the things that I want to do for my sons that I want in my life man I think that's man that's 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 good for you bro and your and your sons you know just just for context for our listeners I too believe in God um I am a Christian however um I'm not I'm not one of those Christians that um, <laughs> disregard other people's point of views, beliefs, um, so on and so forth. Because I, I like Jacoby, I do think that it's important. Everyone does their own research mm -hmm. um, on, you know, what they believe and why they believe what they believe and, and so on and so forth. But um, to what you're saying, Jacoby, I think it's really cool to hear. And the reason why I say good for you and good for your sons is because you're still um you're still present right like you're still you're still making the decision to say that in this time of year although you know i don't necessarily believe in christmas as it is you know celebrated by others um mm -hmm. you know you're still taking the time to like make that a special time for you and your boys which i personally think is a cool thing to do like you know yeah. because I mean, it is a cool thing to do. Me personally, like I one statement that I wholeheartedly agree with too is making um, the holidays what you want to make them. Because exactly. I can tell you right now, 
well, I do not believe in, well, obviously none of us, if you're an adult, should fucking believe in Santa Claus, but I don't believe in teaching children about fucking Santa Claus either. That shit's dumb as, to me personally. Now, you know, to my fathers and mothers listening and that's what you do, that's your business. But me personally, I just don't do it because I think that it's starting off on the wrong foot with kids. Personally, you're you're intentionally lying to them about someone putting gifts under the damn tree when you know you're the person putting the gifts under the tree. So that's just kind of my point of view on that. But man, yeah, I want all the credit. I'm gonna be honest with you. I want all the credit. Santa did not get you this. Um, it was me. So you know, thank me. God damn it, Santa did not now, now, now let me say this too, though. Let me say this too. Being the kid that grew up, like with me growing up, you know, um, homeless. You can hear me clearly, right? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up? Perfect. 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 Just, 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 just making sure. Just making sure. I, I ain't want to be like dropping out while, while I'm saying this specific part. But with me being the child that was like, you know, absolutely broke coming from a family of like absolute poverty at a young age. I can tell you, I actually appreciate the parents that raise their kids to know that it's them, the parent buying them those gifts. Because I remember whenever I was young and kids would come to school and like the new shoes, the new clothes, all the new gear, they got all the new stuff, you know, and there's always that question from several different kids, you know, not just from me directly, but there's always that question, how'd you get that? And there's always the answer. Well, I was good. Santa, Santa said I was a good boy this year. Santa said that I was a good girl this year. And for kids like me, that always kind of, it always kind of fucked with like my, like how I view myself at a, at an early age, because mm. when 99% of the kids around you that are getting really awesome gifts, really awesome you know clothes toys all this type of stuff and they're saying they're getting it because santa deemed them as a good child that makes the kids that come from a um, less fortunate background um, view themselves in a negative way based on the delusion that's been given to the other kids because let's be fucking clear there's none of goddamn santa claus excuse my language but there just isn't so you know like i i appreciate the parents that um I appreciate the parents that. No, I can see what you're saying, to, uh, Joe, and I can understand that shit is kind of deep because it may subconsciously set them on a, a dark path. No, thankfully, it didn't set you on a dark path for like, because the whole, okay, let's break it down a little bit more because robbing is a, a, a act of you being jealous and you seeing what other people have and you saying, fuck it, I want it. I'm going to get it and I'm going to take it from them. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Right. And so- in that, in that example, you're saying that, you know, uh, a child sees what they have. I mean, what other people have and they see like, OK, Santa doesn't like he doesn't fuck with me. Facts. He's going to grow up and think like, OK, I'm going to take whatever I can because people don't uh, um, pretty much Santa doesn't Santa or anybody else doesn't really want to bless me with anything. Facts. And and and, and, and I and. Well, I just want to add, I just want to add a quick <laughs> truth to that. No, I just want to add a quick truth to that. Thank God that I'm not in, you know, prison or somewhere, somewhere. But to your point, I most definitely did grow up stealing from other people. <laughs> like in my, in my, I most definitely did. I'm just calling the spade for a spade. <laughs> I most definitely did. So to your point, you, I mean, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. And that's deep. That's low key deep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, man. But you know, so outside of that, Man, you know, 
what what else have you what else have you been up to? Go ahead and tell our tell our audience about you uh you know going after the next degree that you're going after. You just recently oh, it's a, just it's a recently blessing. graduated. Well, it was it was early uh, this year, right? Or late I last year? About a year, two years ago, I think. I think a year. I think a year. I think a year and some months now. Um, okay. Yeah, but appreciate you for the lob. I'm about to slam dunk it with the LEU. Yeah, I'm about to go get my uh, master's now in social work from SFA. Y'all wish me luck. I'm about to do the advanced um, program, which is like a 12 month or 18 month. I have to get it clarified, get that clarified because I just need to know mentally what I'm about to prepare for, for all this cramming and stuff. But, um, but that's not even the first step. That's not even the first thing I'm about to go out there, fam. I'm going after a book that can help break generational curses and touching people um, and touching kids and letting your kids know that uh, people, they can't, they can't touch you and you won't be touching them. Um, and also just in this podcast industry and everything in this life, um, and as a father, I'm seeing all the things that also that I need to um, to gain the skills as being a man and also a father, because those two different things, but they do go hand in hand. Um, right. And thankfully I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting back closer to God. And, you know, those are the steps I'm really about to accumulate or just the blessings in, things I'm about to really go after for this whole year or two in my life now. You said a whole year or two. You th- so th- you think it's going to take you two years to, to, to finish the degree plan or are you going to? It's going to take the- me a, a year, 12 months, and then some change okay. if 18 months. And then the life journey of the mental uh, power, like I'm to do this, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I'm cutting out a lot of distractions like the PS4. I'm not even getting a PS5 right now. I'm mm. about to give my PS4 to my cousins. Um, and I'm about to focus on myself and my grind so I can become a better person. Um, cutting things out like that. And that's a big step that I, I want to put on to people and to fathers so we can, you know, level up basically and become a man. Facts, facts. I like the way you put that, man. You're making the sacrifices necessary to level up, to take your life and skills to the next level so you can be a better man, a better father um, for not only your, your your boys, but also for the world. You also said something that I felt like was really important, that there is a difference between being a man and a father, although they go hand in hand. For our listeners, I would like for you to go follow us on our Instagram page, United Fathers, that's with two S's, and shoot us a DM, let us know what you believe is the difference between being a man and a father. Now, of course they go hand in hand, mm-hmm. but um, shoot us a message letting us know what you believe is the difference. You know, one thing that I could say, I'm, I, I can't get into my full definition of what I believe is the difference. I think I would have to really sit down and just, you know, um, because there is a lot of overlaps, but yeah. if I had to acknowledge the, probably the biggest difference, um, that I've noticed after becoming a father, it's that being a father is more of a selfless act than than being a man. Um, Being a man, it's not to say that being a man is a selfish act, but it is most certainly a more selfish act than being a father simply because, you know, being a man, you are more so focused on yourself, personal development, you know, professional development, um, you know, taking your personal life to the next level. But the moment we talk about being a father, um, those things are still included. You still got to take your life to the next level. You still got to do your best to become a better man, um, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. But most importantly, 
you're now responsible for someone else taking their life yeah. to the next level. Yeah. And so it's, you know, everything you do is, is a selfless act because you have to move in a way where your growth is not detrimental to the growth of your child. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. so, so I would have to say that's the biggest difference I've noticed um, it, it, between the two. Jacoby, if you had to give us the biggest difference without trying to get into your full ideology, because like I said, I know this is one that is, I mean, it's a lot to it, but if you had it, to know- It goes on for what you pretty much said, man. Um, I view manhood as a foundation of pretty much the 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 block, the the, the middle, the, the lower ground, and then fatherhood is just adding on to it. And then it's getting like a little bit more deeper into like what you're gonna do for your kids, um, your legacy, what you're living by the legacy that you're leaving behind, um, what you plan being proactive instead of reactive and everything for them. Um, it goes pretty much what you said. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. Let me ask you. Uh, do you believe LeVar Ball is a good father? Oh, and he, um, I think he's an amazing father. Me too. I'm right there Most with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I say this because I say this despite, I want to say this, I, I want to say this, I want to put this narrative out there. I say this despite the narrative that they, the media has pushed upon LeVar Ball being a, a bad, um, strict, um, what else have they said, um, overbearing father. I mean, dude. Who lets his, his ego gets in the way. Yeah, like, bruh. He got he got three sons and three sons are not dead or in jail or right. doing some fuckboy shit. Um, right. They may be doing some fuckboy shit, but it's minor, like probably fucking off fucking off girls. I'm gonna be honest with you, that's fuckboy shit. <laughs> no, that, that, <laughs> but but, but see, in my opinion, that's imperfection. That's imperfection, you know and that's that's a journey, that's a life journey and everything. Facts. But and when I say they may be doing fuckboy shit, because we don't know if they're you know lying to the females, but they really yeah. don't need to lie to the females because they're yeah. they're all all three of them are famous. Yeah. All three of them famous. The middle child, I forgot the, the brother's name, but he, he's famous, but in he's famous even despite him not being in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. They know they have morals and values. They're all pushing towards a goal. His middle child is still pushing towards that goal. Hopefully he'll get in. But two out of three of the children have are in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Despite yeah, him bigging them up, they're in the NBA and they do have some sort of skill. And Magic right. Johnson himself has said that Lonzo Ball has a very special skill. And, he, mm. and guess where that all came from? LeVar Ball. Facts. So I, I want to add on to that, too. I think the biggest thing that I see from LeVar Ball is the, the um, principle of ownership. Yeah. And I, I say that um, because he, he is portrayed like this horrible dude that's just getting in the way too much of his, his children. And one of the things I kind of want to say, like, I know his sons are like good in basketball. Um, but to me, and this is just me personally, I don't think they are. I believe that they are more recognized because of LeVar Ball's presence than they would be if LeVar Ball was not. Exactly. Uh, so. To add on to, you know, the statement you're making about all three of them being famous, because I know for some people they might think, well, how does being famous has anything to do with being a, a great father? I think that in their position, he has, one, been the driving force in them building a global brand 
Mm-hmm. But athletes of the same caliber of his sons are not even being talked about, at in my all. personal opinion. At all. At all. He, he, t- he talked about ownership, and you just hinted towards that. Even though they signed a deal with Puma, and I, I don't know what Lonzo Ball signed with, but he taught them ahead of, before they even got out of high school, ownership. Yeah. He owned a shoe company. Now, despite if those shoes are still not being released to the public that have been purchased, <laughs> he still taught them about ownership. <laughs> yeah, facts. big facts, big facts. And, and the, the, the thing that I have to say that I do admire most is no matter what, LeVar Ball is addressing his sons as like the greatest basketball players walking the face of the planet. Like you mm-hmm. talk about belief and confidence in <laughs> your ch- your children. I mean, he has an awesome level of it. So um, I just wanted to ask you that question because I think it's a it's either a lost art or an art that has never been taught that we we have to be that person who has a uh, an incredible amount of belief in our children in such a way that we're willing to go out and be who we need to be despite what others are going to say about us and to us exactly. so that way we can put our children in the best possible positions that exactly. they could be put in and that's the thing that I I 100% um respect about LeVar Ball exactly and you can see it of what he's taught them because despite all the criticism and everything and the negative energy that they try to push towards LeVar Ball and how they try to break that unit up him from his kids they still stand tall and they may be silent and a little I'm not saying silent as they don't speak at all I'm saying they're silent about like what they say particularly they, they're very careful what they say and how not to disturb that unit that they have with their father despite all the criticism and all the people and the naysayers are trying to break them apart that shows morals and values that they're saying that their unit and their father is like they believe in them that unity unity, unity. like they believe unity. in them and unity. they understand most likely highly that you know they're not there because they're they wouldn't be there because of their without their father yeah, and, and really also, what you're talking about too. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm a, this is going to be another subject. Go ahead. Go ahead and speak. About uh, it. I was going to say that the the awesome thing that you're talking about there is the power of influence. Mm-hmm. They believe in Levar Ball because Levar Ball believes in them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, so let let that you know that's that that's a that's some uh, money that um everyone listening need to be picking up and going to deposit and take it to the bank. Like mm-hmm. your children will see the exact same thing in you that you see in them. Mm-hmm. And so it's important for you to see in your child uh, that they're great, that they, you know, they have, you know, an infinite amount of potential where they can go out and they can do whatever that um, they put their mind to. And exactly. if you believe that for yourself as the father, that you don't have that, then I mean, you also need to look in the mirror and work on yourself. Um, so that way, that energy is going to be authentic and true whenever you're talking, you know, to your kids and you can reciprocate exactly, it exactly. Um, or you're going to get it reciprocated back from your kids. Mm-hmm. So I think that's deep. I think I think that's real deep, man. Um, I was going to also say, Joe, that he's a strong patriarchal father and that's been um, under attack through media and that's through decades of media and everything. Um, now, we as men have to re 
revamp all that energy and re rebuild what a patriarchal father is in this new 2020 era um, and going forward. Um, but they would never dare to do what they what they did to LeVar Ball, a patriarch, to a mother like um, LeBron James, uh, uh, to Le LeBron James' mother, uh, which he's a matriarch, or Kevin Durant's mother, or Serena Williams' uh, mother. Um, they wouldn't dare put this negative light on them like they did LeVar. So, so you you, be you believe if any of if any of those stars you just mentioned, if their mothers were just as much in the media, just as loud, they would not give that type of energy. No, they wouldn't. Hmm. I'm gonna give you like I know an example of right, right off my head. Um, LeBron James' mother in the finals was talking shit to another um, another player, right? And he had to tell her, shut the fuck up. And I, I, I want to say that's a bad one. I don't want to say that's a bad one. Kevin Durant's mom, who was notorious for talking shit, notorious for talking shit to other players, um, while they're on the court, um, she was getting into an argument with, I think, Matt Barnes or somebody else. And so Matt Barnes turned around and still chose to, like, say I'm sorry to her when she was talking shit trying to attract him and everything um and she was you know saying some hurtful things yeah. um now it's it's kind of hard saying like if LeVar Ball was doing the same thing they would then get on her ass mm. and then get on his ass about to say like nah bro be quiet you know your position like be quiet like mm. it's just strange how the media like if this is LeVar Ball, then they'll like get on his ass and everything. Now I feel like I'm rambling because my son kind of distracted me. You want to say, hey? <laughs> he really you're did. Good. You want to say, you're hey? Good, you're good. But one thing that I wanted to add on there, you know, I, I'm gonna say this, you know, I, I've i never really, you know, saw, um, I never really followed like the, you know, Kevin Durant, his mom, LeBron, his mom. But I will say that it does seem as if media does tend to um, portray fathers um, and if we're calling a spade for a spade, fathers like LeVar Ball um, in a bad light or try to, you know, figure out what's wrong with them and not necessarily do that with mothers. Now, I, I, I you know, that that's just what I see from from the media outlets that um, that we we have being made available to us. Um, however, you know, before we um, close out this um, show, this this episode, um, what are some things you plan on doing to close out the year so that way you can get a strong start on 2021? Um, what I'm doing pretty much is cutting off, like I said, my PS4 and my, my addition to the game so I can have a better better um, involvement in my life and investment in my life. Um, I'm researching a lot more for my purpose in life. Um, what else am I doing? Um, I'm getting, I'm becoming minimal. I'm moving in back with my mom so that I can save money. Um, and I don't, so that I can get ahead in life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And I don't want to be like, you know, in our society, in our community, our black community and our white community as well, because we're trying to emulate the European Americans, unfortunately. And, but for us to get ahead, we have to do more family oriented things like the Hispanics do and, you know, be more family oriented investments into our, our family and our to ourselves so that we can get ahead and everything and help each other out pretty much. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and so 
I know I'm going to get a lot of some backlash, but as a grown man, I don't give a fuck. I already know the game. Um, and so I'm moving back in so I can save a lot more money, work on myself and be a better man and also a better fatherhood, like I was saying earlier, and research the necessary steps that I need to to get forward and everything. So by January, I'm already here, but I'm also moving forward so that I can become better than I was last year. I feel that. I feel that. Man, that's deep. That's deep. You know, um, for me, I'm doing um, some similar things in regards to making sacrifices because it sounds like you're making you've identified some sacrifices that you can make right now in this season of your life that's going to give you know some great momentum moving forward and uh, oh, I have to say I'm the exact same way you know like I um, mean this year I've done a great job losing a lot of weight but I've Congrats. now Congrats. Um, thank you thank you um, I'm now making the decision to um, permanently um, continue the lifestyle that I'm living um, when it comes to my body. And what I mean by that is working out um, for the fulfillment of working out, not going to the weight room, just purely to try to lose fat. Um, when it comes to my nutrition plan, I'm, I'm listening to my body more um, when it comes, when it tells me what it likes and what it doesn't like. Because one of the things that I've learned is that a lot of the stuff that we were raised, like, or we grew up eating, our body doesn't really like, it just has now learned to tolerate it. Mm. And um, I actually found that up this year um, because there's a lot of times where I would go back to try to eat something or overindulge in something that I had cut out. And um, my body responded like horribly to it. Let me know that my body really doesn't want it being in my, in my system. And so um, one of the greatest sacrifices that I'm currently making right now is um, it's in the area of my body, making sure that I'm removing you know, fat diets, I'm removing, um, you know, working out um, just to lose um, fat. And instead, I am um, I'm more focused on just simply being healthy and the longevity of my life. Um, it's given me more energy. And I feel like it um, has helped me with my focus. And so I mean, I can don't get me wrong, there's like a list of things that I can go on with um, that I'm doing to gain massive momentum by um, January. However, um, for our listeners, if you want to hear some of those things, follow us on our Instagram, United Fathers. That's with two S's. Um, so United, U-N-I-T-E-D, Fathers. You know how to spell that um, with two S's. If you don't know how to spell it, I don't know why you decided to have kids. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. That's, a, that's an interesting subject, as you, you just said. That's as anybody, you know, already have my, my topic that I <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> um, with that being the case, I don't think we left any stones unturned. Um, you know, this is the last episode of 2020. Thank you to everyone who has made the decision to tune in. We're going to be dropping episodes once a month now, the first Thursday of every month. So the next episode after this one is going to be the first Thursday of January, where we're going to bring you a fiery episode. Don't know if we're going to bring on a guest just yet, but we might. Um, however, I hope you have a really, um, great rest of the year, your year and do the things you need to do to create momentum um, going into January. Jacoby? Y'all have a blessed one. I uh, hope y'all have a very happy holidays and you know, and nobody, you know, um, beats anybody up during the holidays, <laughs> man, because <laughs> Thanksgiving was rough. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> but man, um, I wish everybody the, the best of luck during these um, years and going forward. And hope you set your new year resolutions and for your new life. 
not just um, just for a whole year, but your new life and everything. We're getting to an age where we have to build upon each other. And since you're a father, you have to build for your um, your kids as well. Y'all, y'all be blessed and have a nice one. <laughs> Thanks. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Ready for it. Ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Don't know where it's gonna take me, but I'm.